For the longest time, spacecraft operators were puzzled by the pioneer anomaly, the strange thrust that was slowing spacecraft down as they journeyed through the solar system. That anomaly was finally solved just a few years ago, but there's still another glitch in our understanding of spaceflight, and it happens almost every time a spacecraft does a slingshot maneuver around a planet to get a speed boost or course correction. It's called the flyby anomaly. Now, before we get into the flyby anomaly, let's talk about the pioneer anomaly. Now, you might have heard of it, but not realized that it was recently solved. The Pioneer Anomaly was first discovered after NASA's twin Pioneer spacecraft had reached 20 astronomical units from the Sun, about the distance to Uranus. When controllers on Earth communicate with the spacecraft, they know precisely how quickly they're moving, thanks to the Doppler effect. Even a slight difference in speed, like even a few millimeters per second, is detectable. They know exactly how fast they're going, which makes it surprising that some mysterious force was decelerating the spacecraft. They weren't as far out in the solar system as the laws of physics would predict. Now, researchers first noticed the anomaly in 1980, but didn't start looking into it seriously until 1994. Now, scientists proposed several ideas to explain the anomaly, including dark objects in the solar system that might be tugging on the probes. Of course, if that was the case, they would be detected through their interaction with other asteroids and Kuiper Belt objects. Or perhaps the spacecraft were leaking gas unexpectedly, although it was strange for them to have the same deceleration. Of course, some researchers wondered if they were seeing entirely new physics, like some fundamental misunderstanding of how gravity works in the solar system, or changing definitions of time. It, it got pretty weird for a while there. Researchers came together to form the Pioneer Explorer Collaboration, and met several times to try and get to the bottom of it. And in the end, the answer turned out to be heat. In 2012, Slava Tershev from NASA's Jet Propulsion System produced a detailed study that showed how electrical current flowing through the spacecraft generated heat. And because the spacecraft were both pointing their main antennae back at Earth, they were experiencing a deceleration in the same direction. Just photons emanating from the Pioneer spacecraft could explain the deceleration. It's like walking at night with a flashlight and getting slowed down by the force of the photons pushing you backwards as they come out of the flashlight. A very subtle and fascinating discovery. Got that? Okay, great. Well, the flyby anomaly, on the other hand, is totally unsolved. But researchers have some ideas, and again, some of them are pretty strange. Researchers first realized there was something going on with NASA's Galileo mission. This Jupiter-bound mission was carried into space on board the Space Shuttle Atlantis in 1989. And this was shortly after the Challenger disaster. And so for safety reasons, NASA decided to change the upper stage that would boost the spacecraft out to Jupiter. It used a lower-powered booster known as the inertial upper stage, which would take it on a series of flybys to get the trajectory that it needed to reach Jupiter. When Galileo did a slingshot past Earth in 1990, researchers detected that the spacecraft's velocity had increased by four millimeters per second. Now, that doesn't sound like much, but it's enough that it was detectable. And here's where it gets weirder. On its next flyby of Earth in 1992, no anomaly was detected. Same spacecraft, same planet, no anomaly. 
when NASA's near-Earth asteroid rendezvous mission flew past Earth in 1998, its velocity changed by a much larger 13 millimeters per second. Cassini gained a fraction of a millimeter per second, and Rosetta gained almost two millimeters per second. Oh, and NASA's Messenger spacecraft had no anomalies during its flyby. And guess what? It happened again with NASA's Juno spacecraft on its way out to Jupiter. In a paper published in November 2017, a group of Spanish researchers calculated that Juno is off its expected velocity by about one millimeter per second, depending on the point of its orbit around Jupiter. So the flyby anomaly comes and goes without rhyme or reason, and this is really puzzling to astronomers. And when astronomers get this puzzled, the exotic theories come out to play. And we'll talk about what could be causing the flyby in a second, but first I'd like to thank Howard Amos, Bjorn Carlson, Epix 911, and the rest of our 796 patrons for their generous support. If you love what we're doing, you want to get in on the action, head over to patreon.com slash universe today. All right, let's get into some of the ideas that could be causing the flyby anomaly. Now, the first idea comes from the fact that the Earth isn't a perfect sphere. It's actually an oblate spheroid, a squashed sphere, flattened by its rapid rotation. Furthermore, the Earth has different densities, mountains, oceans, ice caps, etc. And so as the spacecraft fly past the Earth, they could be experiencing a different amount of gravity depending on exactly which features they're flying past. The problem is that there are spacecraft orbiting Earth all the time, and you would expect them to be experiencing the flyby anomaly as well. Perhaps it's the configuration of the Moon or the other planets in the solar system during the flyby, or the positions of the ocean and the state of the tides during the exact moment of flyby. Although the Earth's atmosphere is tenuous at the flyby altitude, there still could be enough atmospheric particles to affect the trajectory. Maybe the sun is causing it, hitting the spacecraft with different levels of solar winds during each flyby, or even just levels of photons. Maybe photons of heat are coming from the Earth and bouncing off the spacecraft and giving it a slight course correction. Some even more extreme ideas think that it could come down to relativistic effects. Maybe the rotation of the Earth is causing a distortion of the space-time around it that changes the trajectory. In order to study the predictions of relativity made by Einstein, scientists are proposing the launch of a new spacecraft called STEP, or the Satellite Test of Equivalence Principle. STEP was selected as a mission study by the European Space Agency back in 2012, and it finally selected would fly to space by 2024. And its only job would be to study gravity, the most sensitive measurement of gravity ever made. The spacecraft would orbit the Earth with an incredibly accurate clock on board. Shielded from the universe's radiation, it would be free to watch gravity. It would be able to study both the gravity of the Earth and the gravity of the Sun to a sensitivity of 1 times 10 to the power of negative 7. It would also be able to test a prediction made by Einstein called the weak equivalence principle. He said that any local non-gravitational experiment in a freely falling laboratory is independent of the velocity of the laboratory and its location in space-time. STEP will be the most freely falling laboratory ever built and should be able to test this equivalence to an accuracy of 10 to the power of negative 15. 
It'll follow an orbit that carries it through the various flyby distances that spacecraft experience the anomaly. And so if the cause is gravity, STEP should be able to show exactly how the magnitude of this effect changes over distance from the Earth. So STEP will be a boon to the study of gravity. And as a side effect, it should be able to figure out what's going on with the flyby anomaly. So let's hope it eventually launches. ESA's BepiColombo spacecraft will be launching from Mercury in 2018 and will do a flyby of Earth in 2020. And this will be another chance to study the flyby in detail. And this time, astronomers will be ready, making some very careful observations. And perhaps they'll finally figure out what's causing it. Or maybe the mystery will continue on for decades to come. Well, if you've got any ideas, this is still an unsolved problem, so go ahead, suggest your out-of-the-box ideas. Let me know your thoughts in the comments. We compare and contrast the new rocket engines in the works from NASA, SpaceX, and Blue Origins. That's our next episode. And finally, here's a playlist.